You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Another day, another bottle of rosé. Another day, as they say, another bottle of rosé. God's finest. Yep. Um, Think about what needed to happen, right? Stars, supernovas, deaths of stars, fucking cooking up, you know, heavy elements. Organisms. Carbon, hydrogen, oxygen. Fucking planet, earth. Heating, cooling, comets, dinosaurs, evolution. 100%. Fucking Goldilocks zone. Fossil Got got one moon. Jupiter, big, bad, big, thick Jupiter protecting us. Protecting us from comets. All those things needed to happen. The single-celled fucking idea. One single cell mutates inside another one, and then bang, you get multi-celled life. You can trace it back to one time. It's only happened one time in history of the planet. Not important. What's important is that the the things that needed to happen... Just to get to grapes. Just to get to grapes. Just to get to grapes. Just to get to Fleury Peninsula. Yeah. Fleuriette? Fleury? 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 Whatever. That peninsula had to exist. Tectonic plates... Earthquakes, okay. Now we're talking continental shifts. Now we're talking beautiful, rich soils by the coast. Yeah, whipping some Coastal fucking soils. sea breeze into that bitch. Yeah. Then you're talking about two young podcasters pulling their lives. Equator, Tropic of Capricorn, Cancer. You know what I mean? You get two fucking best in class podcasters who happen to go to uni together, who decide to fucking follow their dreams, even though it wasn't a dream, but it became one. Start a podcast. Podcast gets to a point where. And you start thinking about doing your own rosé. Yeah, well, that's it. Well, I mean, and that's we've skipped over the people working out how to turn grapes into piss. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. Well, what you reckon that was by chance? Humans, I mean, insatiable desire to rip and tear. If it was by chance, which it was. It was fucking minuscule as shit. Yeah. Some anyway. bloke just yeah. Anyway, what I'm saying is, for for us to get to this point with the greatest rosé ever made, yeah, I said it, is in conceivably rare yeah now for you to just go you know what after all that i don't give a shit about that rosé is madness well that'd be crazy right like the, the chances of this happening are so infinitesimal that you have to strike while the iron's hot now that iron will be hot Thursday next week, not Thursday. Thursday, tonight. October fifth, six p.m. Alisport.shop. We have, we have, we have. Basically, what happened after we sold out in twenty six minutes last time is that we go, bruh, You better get the fuck down to Wine Town and start bottling some more for the yeah. boys and the girls. Yeah. Because I love selling out, but we need to keep. We need to keep supplying the punter and the jibber. Who, Tom, are thirstier than ever. They are thirstier than ever. And, I mean, it's going to be El Nino this year. Is it El Nino? I've forgotten. I get them confused. It's slipping season. That's what – if you speak to to meteorologists – they're going, oh, it's it's big day season. It's slipping season. We're in a full-on silly season slip this summer. Tom and I have been on the blower to the bomb. Good mates over at the bomb. And we said, listen here, cunts. We've got very strong reason to believe that we might be balls deep in slipping season. And they said, okay, nice theory. Let's run the numbers. Yeah. Try and back it up with fact. Quant models. Quant models, data, etc. 
They came back to us yesterday, no less, and said, <coughs> Tom and Eddie, as usual, you are 100% correct. It is indeed balls deep into slipping season. Yeah. Where does slipping season get you? Silly season. Get silly season. Where does silly season get you? Horizontal season. Horizontal season. You know the drill. And if you know the drill, you know that the fucking big day rosé is not going to be around forever and you've got to strike while the iron's hot and the iron will be at its hottest next Thursday, 6 p.m., hellosport.shop. August. The 5th. October 5th. Of October. Now, <coughs> excuse me. We also, tonight, 6 p.m. at bloke.shop. The DMP Podcast World Champions, uh, World Podcast Champions 2023, T-shirts, vintage tees. Can you get him, Tobler? Vintage World Podcast Championship tees. Now, they are... They're the best fucking T-shirts ever made. How good are these boys? Be fair income. They are good. They are sick. They're sick. They're cool, aren't they? They're They're actually... Really cool. Tom's even rolled his sleeves up because well, he thinks he's cool in line. fucking Greece I'm or something. I'm in Greece, dude. I'm Danny Zuko. You're just trying to show the versatility of the shirt. You know, sleeves up, sleeves down. You were doing a, a midriff before, which looked nice. Yep. Like, you can do whatever you want. You yeah, can you do did. you. The midriff did look nice. It did look good. Um, Have you got a couple of darts right up in that sleeve? Because you could. Well, I could, but I don't smoke. But you could. But I could. If you didn't. If I did. If you did. If I did, I could. could. Size up these. These are meant to be one a bit a size bigger than you go. So I'm a 2XL. He's an XL. If you want, I'm I'm of the belief that a vintage tee this hot, this sexy, played on top of, obviously, the acid wash, deserves to go a size bigger. That's my belief. But if you're a tight, jarch, extra small, tuck, tuck my shirt into my belt, try to look massive sort of operator, yep. that's cool, bro. You do you. Compensating for something sort of a guy? Yeah. Small willy sort of stuff. That's fine. You can do whatever the fuck you want. We have looked after the big thicky. Well, you mean, well, what do you mean by that, man? You probably got like fucking two, three XLs. No, 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 no. Not only did we get the three XLs in big numbers, we also put in a fucking four XL for the punter and the dribbler. Not done yet. We also go, shit, are there some big boys out there? Maybe bigger than four XL. Fucking oath, they're up five XL. Boom, slip them in, five XLs. Done yet? Nah, bro. Not done yet. Not by a long shot. For the first time in Hello Sport history, we've decided to put a fucking 6XL in there mm. for the big boys. Yep. For the we, we hear you, bro. For the Jupiters. For the Jupiters. For protecting us from comets and asteroids and shit. Yep. We got you, Jupiters. We hear you. And you've been looked after in full. Yep. So, 6pm tonight, bloke.shop. 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 Now, Eddie, I wanted to just quickly touch on, you were talking about, obviously, Jupiter, space, what had to happen for us to get to Rose. Are you An important story. Mm, no, it was. I listened to something last night, and now I think that it was Brian Cox, but it was a guy, like, talking to shit Brian Cox had said. So once I'd really started listening to it, I was a little bit like, this could just be screwly, but it's just a theory. I think it's called the Dark Forest Theory, and it's in the hunt for extraterrestrials. Yeah, Brian's a Brian's a big fan of that. Have you heard Brian talk about that? I have. And are you, I just never heard of it in the sense of like the idea of going like maybe alien, like because we can't, we haven't with all the different apparatus size or whatever the hell mm -hmm. you'd say apparatus we are using to try and find aliens out mm -hmm. there, radio signals, fucking anything, 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 anything. Yep. Give yep. me something. 
we haven't found anything except for there's something back in the 50s that that may have been something. The wow signal. The wow signal. Yep. Um, but the one where, so the dark forest theory is that there's a heap of etch motherfuckers out in the universe, much like in the rainforest generally, and civilizations are just trying to keep quiet. Like, keep don't, quiet. don't look at me. Don't startle. Otherwise someone will come and get you. Yeah, there's people that say, Tom, that we shouldn't be yelling too loudly into the into the big dark abyss, which we've been doing, I believe, since... Uh, and this is... if I'm going off the movie Contact here, which I don't know if he's 100% correct. Dave will be able to look it up. I think the first sort of like uh, radio signals that would have been um, shot out, shot transmitted out. into space was Hitler's opening address at... The Berlin Olympics, nineteen thirty-six. Ugh, not the not the f- best first impression. Well, at the, I mean, if that's the first thing you get, you go, "This guy's pretty intense," but he hasn't done anything yet. No, he hasn't done anything yet. yet. <laughs> well, he he's leading up to it. Yeah, he's certainly working up to it. Oh fuck yeah! And he's probably already done. In fact, he already had done it. Shit, but Olympic squeaky clean, best foot forward sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, smile and nod. Yeah, smile and nod. The next nine years, not good. Uh, not good at all. But is that correct? Uh, so what I've found, I'm just trying to find what the Hitler thing that you were talking about it's was. It's on the movie Contact. Great movie. Yeah, so what I've found Great here, movie. When you look up what was the first radio signal sent into space, it was a speech that President Dwight Eisenhower made in 1958. Uh, they sent it through a satellite signal, Atlas B rocket, Cape Canaveral, shot it out into space. No. No, no, we're looking up the... Uh, also, fir- first radio signals that would be uh, that could be intercepted in space. Maybe look that up. Also, the idea that they've now found about they now think that about there's about twenty billion stars or planets in our galaxy that are inhabitable zones. Yeah, which uh, is like basically well, they're saying like if if nothing has popped up, that maybe we are just well an I- absolute. Freak of nature. There's a couple of, there's like, there's some guy who says um, either we are alone or we're not. And both are terrifying. Both are absolutely terrifying. With the, with the, uh, the, the planets, I think, I think the math on that is like one in every five or four planets or one in every four or five solar systems they theorize has a planet in the Goldilocks zone. For those playing along at home, the Goldilocks zone extends from roughly where Venus is to roughly where Mars is. They're not too hot and not too cold. Just yeah. right. Although Venus, the hottest planet in the solar system, even hotter than Mercury due to runaway greenhouse gas effect, and Mars, which solar winds have stripped it of its atmosphere, is pretty fucking cold uh, and doesn't have an atmosphere. Mm. So, you know. Habitable. Habitable, technically. They reckon technically Mars was habitable. There was, there's evidence of like early rivers on Venus, but not now. No. Not yeah. right now. No. Yeah, so you're pretty spot on with that. 22% is the figure I've got here. for, And that's <laughs> just in the Milky Way galaxy uh, of stars that have planets in the Goldilocks zone. But back to uh, the first <laughs> broadcast. So uh, this was a theory that was popularized by Carl Sagan in one of his books and the film Contact. Yep. That... Germany's telecast of the 1936 Olympics, because it was broadcasted to 41 countries, they kind of thought that those radio signals would reach out of space, but it's pretty much been proven to be not likely. 
Okay. Not impossible, but not likely. So is it more likely Roosevelt in the 60s? Yeah, because that was purposely broadcasted out of the Earth's atmosphere. Okay. There we go. We're learning, punters and dribblers. We're learning every step of the way. But he, but yeah, but people like uh, like Brian Cox are big Fermi paradox people, and they're like, if we should have heard something and we haven't, mm. where are the aliens, so to speak? Where is everyone? <laughs> but like the problem, I think, with all that shit is it's like it's time frames, dude. It's just time frames. Yes. We've been here for fucking literally like a blink. A blink of the eye, but they'll go. They'll argue. Well, if there's something been around for billions of years, there should be evidence fucking everywhere. Not seeing anything. So it depends how you want to play. But also, then you've but got then time also, frames then, and scale, like size. All, but also, all these things we're talking about, they're talking about in uh, galactic terms. So, like Milky Way, mm. they're not. They're not. They're not. When they're talking Fermi paradox, black fucking dark forest and shit, they're talking Milky Way. They're not talking other solar systems, which is not other galaxies, rather. Because even though the theory of wormholes is technically accurate, are they possible? Maybe, maybe not. And like the distance between galaxies is absurd. Mm. Two million light years to the closest one. Two million light years to the closest. It's insane. Mm. It's fucking ridiculous. Mind blown. Whereas the Milky Way side to side is about 150,000 light Still years. not nothing. Not nothing. But like closest sun, four light years. Like we're starting to get into like more realistic distances. Four light years. As opposed to two million. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Two million's like insane. It's, fu- it's fucking well, ridiculous. Listen, it's way too much. But this is what I do know. <coughs> this is what I do I'm know. I know that there was some fucking young Australians at school one day down in rural Victoria. And something came down and landed in a field. That's what I know. Yeah, I don't know what to believe now. What the fuck anymore. was that? You know what I know, Tom? I know that I know absolutely fuck all, yep. except that this rose is best in class, yep. and this shirt, best in class. Yep. <laughs> also, if you haven't looked up for a while, just have a little gander. Look up the sky. Well, especially when I mean, light if, pollution. Well, get the fuck out of Sydney and have a get look. Get out of Sydney and then look up. Fucking light pollution. Can we? Is that something solvable? Light Turn pollution. Light no, but it's in like, can you like, can you capture it or something? Can you dull it? Can you dome it? Can you dome it? Put some sort of reflective dome Light over it. Light pollution's etched, dude. You can't see shit no. in the city. And you immediately lose sight of what the fuck's really important in that, you know? Because you can't look up, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like as our ancestors did, man. Like gazing up and that. Fucking like, like, like every night, man, they would have gone to sleep, man, looking at like the fucking uh, touch of what's Milky important, Way man. and stuff, man. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like, they would have, like, looked up and been like, man, that's Venus and Mars and, like, fucking Jupiter and shit. Fucking the wanderers, man. Because the planets wander throughout the sky, man. They're not fixed, man. Yeah, man. They wander and shit, man. The wanderers. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest-selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout-out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five-star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. 
As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love ya. Punters and Dribblers podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a, it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say? Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. We love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. There's a, there's a chick with a foot fetish who's into me, by the way. Into me feet. Yeah, there is a fucking chick with a foot fetish. Can I, I'm not going to name her. So that'd be super rude. But Did um, they just DM us? They damned me. Oh, they thought they were your feet. Well, we're not the first. It's not the first time people have mixed us up. No. Um, I think there'd be a large portion of our audience who still don't know who's who. Well, I get, mate, when we go to fucking, when we go to events and you're like, Tom, I'm like, okay. Okay, that's fucking Okay. So, from an undisclosed source, yesterday, man, you have such hot feet on your Hello Sport podcast, fire. Yeah. Damn, That's nice, dude. Like, that's a nice... Now, that was juxtaposed with some pretty fucking uh, offensive comments about my feet. Now, I mean, it was hot last week. Some pretty close to home. Yeah, well, listen, it was hot. I rolled in with slides (laughs) on, and that obviously upset some people. Now, what I'm trying to work out is... Is well, this a sli- vocal minority thing? Because there was like a couple of people, like most people didn't say anything, and they're like, okay, actually, your feet are really beautiful. Uh, I am not a big foot guy myself, so there's a part of me that, that sides with the anti-feet, like the no campaign. Um, but then this chick who's a, a yes voter, if I can use sort of... Current, language of the, the now. The exactly, you know, terminology of the, the current zeitgeist, if that's the correct word. Uh, then... Shit, like maybe she's right. Like 
I think on the whole, I'm going to generalize here as I tend to do. Male feet are pretty fucked up, generally speaking. Now, you've got a fan here today, Tom, mm. and that's great. But I think generally on the whole, you're not going to get a heap of love from the general public. I public. see, but I'm like... And that's, that's, there's a couple of reasons there. You don't want love. You, you, don't, you don't want hate, necessarily. You don't want to hate, you don't want love. But I think, I, think you're, I think as a male, I think you're up against it. Well, up against it. Listen, maybe not. Maybe the men hate my feet because they're intimidated. I think I've got quite fucking masculine feet, you know, like... You think your feet are like fucking mean something? Like I don't think they're hot necessarily, but like if you saw you reckon, my you feet, reckon your like, feet are given stiffies, dude? I think I'm, I think stiffies. Well, I don't know. Maybe I mean I was thinking more of the heterosexual persuasion, but I guess that's just me being you know uh, close-minded. My feet cool. could give people stiffies, sure. I think you've been very close-minded. Yeah, I was, mate. It is 2023, need I remind you, uh, listen, my fucking feet could get people Stiffies and wetness go hand in hand, mate. Fucking oath. Tell as old as time. Listen, can my feet make someone fold fold themselves up into their their belt? Yes, I can. Can I make them slip on the stool? Oh, you mean the old stuff? Yeah, tuck. The old tuck? Yeah. Shout out to belts. That's why they were invented. Yep. Fun fact. Anyway, but then, fucking going through the comments. Yeah, let's read a couple out, Dave. Maybe start with your fucking miso, who's yeah, who, who, met who, once. who didn't miss, who didn't miss coming and in. Did she call me my guy? Yeah, dude. I'm she like did the, the comments, sass yeah. on this motherfucker coming in there. <laughs> yeah, you got my. I guide, got dude. I got my guide by. Yeah, yeah. yeah you get well, me too. You got my. I got guide. my guide, which I, is obviously not as bad. <laughs> well, not even not, not, not even same, on the same planet. Not even the same thing. I don't know what happened first because there was a comment or two that she left in the YouTube, but she did message me privately saying, also just a side note for Tom, can he stop wearing slides? And I said, why? And he said, and she said, his feet are in every frame of the pod and it's gross two episodes in a row. Now that was accompanied with a comment that she left saying, Tom, my guy, did you not see my last comment about those filthy little foot sausages? Mm. Now, firstly, wow. Cassie has yeah. gone hard in, in the uh, paint. Got some questions, Ed. And you may I may you may echo some of these sentiments. You may also disagree with them. Firstly, again, my feet could probably get you a stiffy, but are you a little bit perplexed as to her, you know, anti foot stance when you see like basically i've never seen anyone's feet more than dave's including my own i'm not wearing and he's got little right rank now. hobbit feet yeah i listen dave for those that don't realize hasn't worn enclosed shoes f- since i've met him and we you know i'm talking depths of winter he's always in slides or he's thongs never slides, oh, slides. Don't disrespect me like that yeah thongs thongs th- listen i can't get around thongs. They annoy me. Yeah, they are. Um, not me that's, right that's, Listen, I'm not anti-thongs. No, I'm just no, saying no. me personally, I find that they that they annoy me. It's as simple as that. Sorry. Shoot me. David is always got the fucking the foot out, right? Now, there's there's two school camps. Schools of camps? camps schools camps? of thought? Schools of thought. Either she has become so irritated at the sight of feet Thanks to David, the, the sight of yours just triggers her. Put her over the edge. It's like a, it's like a trigger for her. Yeah. Like, fuck, yeah. I hate feet. Straw that broke the camel's back. Well, the the, bro- the back's broken. Yeah. And seeing your feet on camera twice in two episodes is just like, fucked her up. Or she finds your feet in particular highly Repulsive. offensive. Yep. 
And she may well be, given she's with Dave, Tom, a real foot connoisseur. Or and she finds a dirty little birdie who likes rank feet. That's is obviously me trying to make spin it in favour of my feet, right? Yeah. Like I've obviously got a bat. I've got to, I've got to come in a bat for my own feet here. Yeah, of course. I completely understand that. She may well be. Let me finish. She may well be a foot connoisseur mm. who, who, in her opinion, thinks Dave's feet are, are best in class. Purveyor of fine feet. That's right. If she was to open a business, it would be a feet emporium. Yes. Right. Molds yep. of feet. Yeah. Etc. Wax, wax, fucking figurines of famous feet. Yep. Brad Pitt's would be nice. I think we can all. Like, would you have like a foot, like sec- foot flashlight sort of stuff? Like you fuck a felt. You know what I mean? Like hundred percent. Hey, you want you want to make money or not? Yeah, okay. Pretty simple. Oh, that's what I thought. I just want to check. And maybe she's of the opinion that your feet just don't quite cut it. Which you know what you got to res- again. If there's a food connoisseur telling you your feet aren't up to code, all you can <laughs> do is fucking nod. Well, you can't even be better because your your your, ca- your cards are marked. No, they are. You 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 are you are born with the feet. Yeah, you, have. you go okay. It'd be like being a red nut. Unless it was like well, no, you can dye your hair if you're a red nut. Well. You can shave it off as well. I think we can, but there's some of this. You can, you can spot a, specifically women, you can spot a chick who's, because dude, red nut dudes don't really die there, but chicks do it all the time. You're like, you've either dyed it blonde or black. Yep. Now, not the point. My <laughs> feet, uh, look, my feet are under attack here and that's okay. Well, that, that, well, uh, I think, but let's, whilst you say that they're under attack, let's just finish. There's more comments. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think we just we get the hate yeah, out of the yeah, way. Yeah, we the try hate. to no, you're right. Try to really dissect it. Yeah. yeah, there were a couple more. Should I should I be naming these people? No, no, no. no. All you right. don't need to. Well, they're publicly fucking commented. You name can them. if you want. Nah, I don't give a name shit. Name them. Fuck it. Name it. All right. Uh, one comment from Riley McMullen who yep. said, "Tobler, please do us all a favor and blur Tom's feet moving forwards. Absolutely horrid on the eye." Okay, these aren't not no, good. Not good. Horrid on the eye. Yeah, horrid on the eye is brutal. Listen, he's also using like it's kind of like the way your your parents would speak. Horrid. Mm, it's very descriptive. Horrid on the eye. Extremely descriptive language. Yeah, I fucking know that. That just knows you. He means it. It's descriptive language. He's feeling it. Oh yeah, it's visceral. And there was another comment. This one by Taylor Duke. Okay. Uh, Taylor Duke says switching to Spotify so I don't have to look at Tom's yuck toes anymore. Yeah, huge. Because YouTube people are YouTube people. They're rusted on, dude. Yeah, they are. They're like, there's people like, nah, I'm waiting for the fucking YouTube to come out. Where's the YouTube? Why isn't there a YouTube? Like, YouTube people are fucking, they'll punch on for YouTube. Yeah, they will. So do abandon YouTube mid-app and go to Spotify. Because of my feet. highly unusual. Now, there's a part of this where I have to empathize with the plight of the anti-feet movement of the no campaign because I think I'd probably be the same in that my own feet don't disgust me, but if I was to see feet in another setting that aren't mine, like Dave's feet, for example, mm. that does put me off. You also make a point of, of making sure your feet are front and centre. Well, it's, so instead of, it's my feet's well, decision. Well, listen... I can't control whether whether or not it's subconscious or not. There has been a decision made somewhere that the feet need to be fucking front and center. It's, I don't think the feet have an eye for the camera. I think the feet just have like they like to be in. You could positions. sit like this. That's not a comfortable position though. Like that? Well, sure. Like I will sit like that at times. Like that? Yeah. Like that? What about this? Like that? What about like this though? But you go like this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 
I think that's what people are fucking finding really Well, when I'm like tickling, like bouncing my foot around. Bouncing, because then it's like, look at me. It's very look at me energy. You're doing the can-can there. Yeah. Listen, it's not me, dude. It's my feet. Exactly. I'm not saying that you, Tom Birmingham, like like conscious Tom is making that decision, but someone is. Someone is. One of these guys. But that's like... Probably the right. Right seems to be in control. I am right-footed. By the by, what are we what are we gonna do about it? Well, I've got shoes on. Seems like a good start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not a bad start. Is this has this rocked you though? No, dude, I've had been fucking. I mean, I've been abused significantly worse than yeah. Than but like I just, I'm just, you're not gonna go to the fucking. You're not gonna go to the beach in those little toe shoes, are you? No, you listen. I may have I may have ordered some online in the last couple of days, but no. I'm not a reef walker guy, Eddie, unless I'm doing some rafting and eating mushrooms. I've got I just want something's just coming to my brain. I wanna just I wanna acknowledge it firstly and then I wanna I wanna say something off the back of Top it. Top us up when you're ready as well, Gov. Happy to Gov. If you and I need honesty from the audience, from the punter and the dribbler, and I think that we at, at certain points in our lives we need to be honest with ourselves. Yep. And that invariably means you need to call the dribbler hotline with some admissions of guilt if you ever purchased those little fucking toe shoe things those toe shoe shoes oh the ones where you've got individual toes yes and wore them either around the streets or running because apparently it's better for you you need to call in with photos and a story about why the fuck you did that and where they are now because there was a period there where they were they were around Come on. Thanks, mate. Just trying to get your attention. Um, apparently, though, and again, this is going to sound like the, the rhetoric of a pro Toshu guy, not I, said the fly. Apparently, that is better for you. The, the, we, yeah, acknowledged. Thank you for, you know, handing in that piece of evidence. I've got it. You still look like a fuckwit, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And He's that like, can't be... Igno- the, no, that's like, what's the trade-off? If I was to name someone that I think owns them... That you know, who would it be? I just, can I say the name? Yes. Okay, so it's a name I can say without it. Well, like, like who? When you think toe shoes, who comes to mind? Well, I don't want to say who I actually think in my mind right now because that's probably not someone I want to say. Well, I'll beep it. No, but then okay, like, can I ask some questions? Yeah. Yeah. Um, how frequently do we? Interact with this person regularly, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that is correct. Yeah. Now, as you know, he, he does have some. Okay. Well, he does, they're sort of they're like the Ninja Turtle toe ones. Have I seen him in them? Maybe that's what's Maybe. fucking informing. And my he just, was like, "Oh yeah, they're fucking good." Don't you reckon? No, and they he's look that awful. sort of cat. They look. Awful. His aren't individual toe ones though. His are like a uh, okay. Still not good. So what a step below. If you like, if you're a big fucking like reef walker, like you like you like fucking scuba diving shit all the time. Sure, that's fine. Reef walkers. Are I'm not thing. talking it's about that. I'm not talking shit. about that. I'm talking about getting around town, down the shops, going for runs in them. That's what I'm talking about. No, nah, you can't be doing that. But apparently, it's better for you to run barefoot or in that sort of a setting, like not barefoot. Because you don't use your, you've a, we've abandoned our toes. Yeah. That's why we'll earth often. 
Yeah, it does apparently decrease the, the risk decrease the risk of ankle sprain and plantar fasciitis. Which is a motherfucker. I get that sometimes. So the the first company I guess to make and market these shoes was a company called Vibram. Um, they designed and introduced in 2005, claiming that it would reduce foot injuries and strengthen foot muscles. Now, they that were taken sense. to court in 2012 to dispute these claims, a bit of a class action lawsuit. Um, they expressly denied any actual or potential fault or liability, but they did settle the lawsuit and had to pay $3.75 million to refund people who had bought it. So they don't work. Well, they didn't admit that, but the the paying out of refunds might, you know, assume that, that they, they don't. don't work as well as they said they did. See, I I don't know if the whole barefoot thing works in a modern environment. I'm talking concrete, no. asphalt, fucking tiles, brick, heavy floorboards. Maybe on a bloody beautiful pasture or something. You fucking go all day, some beautiful soil. I wonder how fucked people's feet used to be back in the day when it was like, that's all you had, you didn't have shoes. They would have been so flat and fucked. Like tough and robust. That would have been that would have been versatile. Look at, can we look at pe- uh, the feet of people who live like just, they're just jungle, like live in the jungle. Like what's tribe like feet? So there was some I remember like they get flat. Oh, you lose your heel. I don't know if it's that you lose your arch. Or oh, no, not. your arch, rather. I don't know what... Why I, would you lose your arch? I don't know if it was necessarily losing your arch, but it was just like... Oh, I can't remember. I made Are you going off hobbit feet, dude? They no, had feet. no, not going off hobbit feet. They, Although they did live in shires, not... They were just shire folk. Yeah, but they didn't wear shoes. No, they, they didn't wear shoes, feet. sure, but they, they lived in houses feet. and shit, right? They had flat feet. Yeah, I'd, look, I'm sure they did. I don't, I don't, I don't pretend to know the feet. Of the Hobbit, other than they're just hairy little fucking gross looking Dave feet, but I don't know the sort of structure. Mm. I just was, I saw a photo somewhere of feet from like a tribes person, right? And because of the nature of the business, right? You're fucking just getting around in the bush. We well, getting around barefoot. You're getting around barefoot. Feet are just like bashed up, hard, tough as fuck. Tough feet. Basically shoes. It basically yeah. shoes. Well, I, I mean, I see my, I see my feet at the, the end of summer. Tough, tough motherfuckers. Imagine rolling that out for a couple of decades, dude. You'd be best in class. Yeah. I remember when I was little, I used to make a point of just like I just like not wearing shoes anywhere. I could walk over fucking rocks and shit like little. I like my feet were just. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. You get softer when you get older. You do so. get softer, especially in the podcast game. Buttery hands, dude. These are buttery soft. Yeah. I don't make any apologies for it either. Listen, you are who you are. I am who I am. And yeah, I've got buttery soft hands. You got anything there for us, David? Yeah, yeah, there's a bit. So in general, I guess, you know, the feet of people who live barefoot and live out in nature, they're more calloused, they're tougher, they've got lots of like, you know, sores and blisters on them, but they, because of that, they're tougher. But I did kind of get sidetracked by a tribe in Ecuador whose feet have kind of evolved because they climb trees so their feet have kind of turned completely different hectic this and they're like more splayed this is maybe maybe this is the thing i saw but i haven't let me see these photos not working it's not there not there oh it might be on the other tv oh what the fuck oh that's not what i saw they're fucked up are you serious now i mean i would like to see a few other feet because that's one photo of feet i want to see a few of these fucking feet Look at that shit, dude. Just go back. 
Oh my god, how are they getting these photos? Like, do they know they're being photographed? You'd have to, right? Is this AI? Oh no, pictured. No, they're pictured. That's amazing. Dude, that's a that blow, blow dart. Look at that blow dart, dude. That thing's fucking no joke. Look at the length on that bitch. Could you? That's got to be fucking what? That's a three, three meter long blow dart. Well, it's a sniper. But can Dave, are you reading this article? Do they do they know they're getting photographed here? They're very traditional. Like they're uh, not wearing. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm trying to find in other sources if this is real or not because part of me is like, this could be a fake thing. Well, like it's the sun. It looks like AI. No, it's not AI. Go up. I mean, this article's from 2017, so I don't think it would be AI. Keep going to the other photo. Look at that. Like, that's crazy, dude. If they're just getting this guy running through the fucking forest. I don't know. It doesn't look real. I know. I can't tell. Honestly, it doesn't look real. I don't think it's real. Capture these know. amazing images during a visit to Amazon and Ecuador. I stand corrected. Uh, many are now totally acculturated. I think that just means like kind of assimilated. Okay. Since the 1950s by missionaries, which is maybe why... Keep going. Like, oh, there's some still live very traditional, very traditionally and for this shoot through my Hirani friend. Apologies if I'm pronouncing that wrong. A direct relative of those photographed, he wanted to depict them as close to their original cultures as possible. They still largely hunt with blowpipes and spears, eating a lot of monkeys and peccaries. Is that monkey being used as a bag? That could be one of the catchers that he's already caught and is taking back to eat. Once Warrior yeah. returning from a successful I don't hunt, think he's yeah. using that as a bag. No, I was trying to work out what the fuck that thing was. It's just a monkey he's killed. See, yeah, right. Aw. Couple of toucans. Toucans, I like them. Fruit Loops. Oh, Jesus. Is that an animal? Oh, peccaries, peccaries, they're pigs. There you go. Nice, nice find. Great find. <laughs> what a trip that these tribes still Keep use. going down. Stop. Their feet don't look as fucked up in that photo. They look normal. Yeah. Hard to tell, but you're right. They do. They just picked that one photo. Look at these huts they build as well. Sorry, Tobler, you're going to have to edit all this, buddy. That's fucking amazing. I That's a fucking serious hut. Dude. Yeah. That's a hut hut. Oh dude, you set your watch to that hut. Pizza Hut fucking operate out of there. <laughs> Mate, Pizza Hut wish they had a hut like that. That's fucking unbelievable. Okay. Nice. Dude, the tri- Oh, look at those spaces. Dude, he's spaced Man, out. Man, him and getting a stink at fucking Beach Road. Yeah, fucking eighth you would. He'd fuck me up. Um there's something about tribes, ancient tribes, lost tribes, that just gets me going. Lost tribes? They're not lost not tribes. Not lost tribes. I'm, 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 I was throwing a few things out there. I said ancient tribes, lost tribes. Yep, neither. Neither of those. No, no, there were two of the things. So ancient tribes, yep. lost tribes, contacted tribes, tribes generally still living like they... Big tribe guy. Well, dude, don't you get fucking blown away seeing people living in fucking huts like that? That that's still happening? While you're sitting here drinking rosé in a fucking shirt that's going to sell its cock off on Thursday night, tonight, 6pm, bloke.shop. Doesn't it blow your mind that, that you see these tribes, people? I fucking do. I find it more interesting than, like, recent history and, like, World War fucking, you know, like, that's what you're into. Like, I just find this stuff way more mind-blowing. That's all right, mate. That's the that's the beauty of the world. You can be interested in whatever the but fuck you're interested in. Absolutely right. But I'm asking you, do you not find this interesting? I've, 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 
I've been on uh, Uncontacted Tribe binges binges before. Fucking oath, hundred percent. I've watched a couple of docos on them. They don't get my dick going big time, but like I'm interested. Obviously, interested enough to do research. Yes, my interest, to be honest, predominantly lies in the images and videos of them. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that hut's fucking unbelievable. That hut's best in class. Have we discussed the cargo cults on this podcast before? I don't know, but I'm... Cargo? The, yeah, the cargo. You guys haven't heard of this? I don't know. You're going to tell me about it now. I am. It's It was... Like, I feel like it's almost mythical-ish status now, and it isn't as big as, you know, it might seem to be. But basically, during World War Two and maybe World War One, uh, when some of these like islands in the Pacific or in the Caribbean uh, that were untouched, they started to be used as, you know, places where they would have ammunition and warships and whatever. So these uncontacted tribes who had never really seen the outside world before, all these planes and all these people came in, brought them resources, brought them materials and stuff. And then at the end of the war, basically fucked off. And these uh, uncontacted tribes didn't speak the language, didn't understand what was going on and kind of developed an almost religious uh, view of these people that they were gods bringing these big flying aeroplanes and bringing all these new materials to them. And then they left and now, I don't know if it still goes on to this day or if all the tribes have kind of caught up, but there were, there were stories about, you know, these tribes praying for the return of these gods that brought them all this stuff. Interesting, but not, I can, I can absolutely see how that happened. Do you want to have a chat with a couple of dribbles? May as well, yeah. I mean, I don't want to make you do something you don't want to do. I would like to. Yeah? yeah. You sure? Yeah? I don't, mate, I don't want you to... The last thing I want, Eddie, is for you to do something you don't want to do. Mate, I wouldn't do it, though. You wouldn't? No, you're not a big do it if you don't want to do it sort of guy. I, I just tell you. I go, I'm not doing it. Mm. And then that'd be it. That'd be it. It'd be done. Well, it'd be all she wrote, mate. Yeah. Yep. Pack her up sort of stuff. Yeah, pack her up and that. The Continental from the world of John Wick. Just want to say... Just want to say, started watching an Australian like crime comedy drama. Yeah. It's on Prime. It's called Deadlock. Yes. Fucking terrific. Yes, Deadlock. I agree. I've fucking terrific. Best Aussie thing I've watched in fucking yonks. Really well written. Elite acting. Great storyline so far. I'm only two episodes in. Loving it. Any actors we know? Uh, I'd recognise the main chick, but I don't know her name. Yeah, if you've seen Rake, yeah, she plays uh, Cleaver's like assistant person. I've also uh, got something that I've been dude, watching. it's fucking good. I've got something as well, really good. Yeah, binge WWE legends. Now they've done a docu series on some of the biggest moments, some of the biggest stars. NWO was one I watched the other night. The Invasion, when WCW joined WWE. Uh, What's NWO stand for? New World Order, buddy. Sure. Don't turn your back on the Wolfpack. <laughs> they revolutionised the uh, the heel because basically the heel became cool. Everyone wanted to be the bad guy. Flipped the script, you know. It basically paved the way for the Attitude Era, which was anti-heroes. Is that Stone Cold? Stone Cold, Kane, Undertaker, Mankind. So NWO was like they're the, they're but they the, were WCW. So it was Hulk Hogan going over Scott Hall, Kevin Nash went over WCW. And they become the bad guys. And everyone loves the bad guys, and then you've got to become a bad guy to become a good guy, which is Sting. Dude, good shit, good shit, dude, good shit. 
Good shit, good shit, dude. dude. Good shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And real. So, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, binge. Yeah. Not an ad. Uh, let's dribble. Uh, Tom, Eddie, Funners, and the dribblers. As the bro here of um, holiday review fame. Um, try and make this short and sweet because I never get through. But uh, last year I had another kid in um, September. Uh, was it nine months after a holiday viewing? You know, um, maybe, I don't know. Uh, but that's by the by because uh, more importantly, last year I also got um, got on the old, uh, one of the first drops of uh, Big Day Rosé. Um, obviously the missus had uh, been sober for a while, so uh, we went to some day drinks and uh, took the rosé. Uh, congrats, boys, what a drop. And um, can confirm, uh, guaranteed roots. You know, um, got home while the sun was still up, the kids were gone, lights on, long chong, as um, the boys promised. Um, call me Sean Johnson or Adam Reynolds because uh, at my older age, you know, I'm just hitting this rich vein of form and uh, just getting better at it as well, I reckon. Um, you know, I'm talking like long ball, short ball, back door, come inside, like um, setting her up for multiple spectacular finishes. Um, anyways, uh, August this year, had another baby, two under one for a few weeks. So uh, yeah. thanks, boys, for delivering like always. Um, finally, I knew the guarantee then. Um, anyway, uh, shouts to Nude Soon. Uh, watch Monte Carlo. Probably won't let my missus watch it for another year or two, just in case. And, um, yeah, cheers again. Violet Bonapil's never. Uh, baby girls Holly and Rosie forever. Hell Best yeah. Boy. Hell yeah. Dude, the holiday fucking... Holiday, holiday dribbler yeah. might be my favourite dribbler. And he's like, he's an OG as well. There'd be plenty of you who've never heard the holiday dribbler before, but he uh, was watching the um, the Luke Bracey and Emma Roberts, Emma Roberts film Holiday, one of the great rom-coms you'll ever see. And Bracey was uh, shirtless, I think, looking quite hot, and that sort of got his missus going. They chonged, and he basically called up to thank Bracey for it, which was nice. But haven't two, heard from him for a while. We haven't heard from him for a while. He says it's been hard for him to get through. Well, it's probably a Dave issue. We apologize. It's a Dave issue, mate. Dribble. Sorry, bro. Dave. Well, his dribbles need to be better. Yeah, but you've well, got to show some respect to greats. You know, you know? exactly right. Now, for those of you that thought we were bullshitting when we said guaranteed roots, listen to that back. Also, like if, let's say it's, he, said, he said he went to day drinks, right? So I'm just going to say it's a Saturday, especially coming into could be a Sunday. Daylight, of course, it could be. It could be a Monday, but coming into daylight savings, you go to a nice day drinks. You get home when the sun's still up. Afternoon post rose roots are not only are they fantastic, they're almost a guarantee. They're well, they're almost best in class. Yeah, an afternoon rose root. Yes, please. Yeah. Just what the doctor ordered. Just what the doctor Kids ordered. Kids out of the house, if you've got them, and if you don't, then it doesn't matter. You're just down. Down to do whatever. Yeah. Have the windows open. Obviously, not if the neighbours can see you, but you want to have natural afternoon sunlight coming in. You want to have, like, that yellow, golden hue in the living room, and that's where you're going to go to Chong. You're not going to Chong in the bedroom. You're going to no. go, this is a living room Chong. This or is kitchen. Kitchen Chong. Play it up. You're going to do it Play somewhere it where you just, it's going to feel a little bit more rosé vibes. Well, it's a little bit more fucking devil making. Exactly. You know Tucked in mean? bed under the covers is great, but it's yeah, not, it's not it has a Saturday rosé. It has rose its place. Fuck. I'm talking. I'm talking. 
Bend me over in the kitchen, baby, because yeah. I've Put had me a, up on the bench. Because I've had a bottle of rosé and I am good to go. You yeah. know what I'm talking about, ladies. You know what I'm talking about, guys. Get that rosé, Andy, and get to rooting. Yeah. Because it's guaranteed. Holiday June, look, big fan of your work, yeah. dude. Big fan big of your fan. work. DFC Dragon Dribbler, right? Not a dribble. Just have an inquiry to Edward Simpson, right? Listening to the potty, you fucking prick. I called up Yongs ago explaining to you and Tom, because you had a query that the um, fucking dragons, the reason we can't find their bones and like, Anyway, I'm not going to get into the dribble again. The reason why we can't find their bones is because they're like bird bones and they break down. When you fucking pricks listen to that, you're like, ooh, this, that, whatever, fucking had a laugh. And then fucking on this week's potty, Eddie goes, they reckon. They reckon they fucking break down. No, I reckon on five and you cunts laughed at me. What the fuck's that all about, mate? Anyway, hooroo. Listen, that, that almost qualifies our position even more they being some random fucking dribbler so it's probably not true because bird bones don't break when down. i said when you i find said, bird fossils yeah so that's but, dumb but when i said they you meant that guy do you reckon i meant like fucking like archaeologists and scientists and shit or do you reckon i meant a dribbler yeah probably because i was defending the dragon position yeah <laughs> let's not get that twisted <laughs> I wasn't coming in to bat for pterodactyls. I wasn't coming in to bat for fucking albatrosses and dodos and shit. I was coming in to bat for dragons. So when I said they, I think we all acknowledge that I wasn't talking about best in class Nobel Prize winning scientists. No. I think we all know I was talking about big fat dribblers like that bloke. There you go. Who may or may not be fat. Well, but just use big fat dribbler is like a pH fat. Yeah, he's a he's a dribbler who's he's like, a massively he's a massive he's a massive dribbler. dribbler. He's a fat dribbler, massive fat dribbler, dribbler who fat. may also be fat, but not important. No, it's not. But it could be true. It could be, but it's not important. It's not important. No, I agree with that. But he may or may not be. He may or may not be fat. So I'll apologise for nothing, bruh. Nothing. But he should. Who? Huh? I should apologise. I didn't say that. I should. You wouldn't apologise. No. Partners, dribblers, Tom Eddy, uh, it's a time-travelling dribbler here. Just a quick one on the chat verse hotness versus greatness. Have we not fucking been here before? Do we not remember Panthers' first GF, where they were the hotness, the young, hot up-and-comers? Uh, and they lost. And Storm were the team for greatness. And we know what happened there. Storm fucking bitched them. I see similar things happening here. Cheers. Cheers it's a, look, it's and a fair also, point. And fair point. Sorry, just to, sorry to cut you off, Tom. Who should be talking about a similar arrangement of hotness versus greatness? Storm, 2006. Hotness. Come up against what? Greatness. A couple of boys in there had fucking dominated in the late 90s, early 2000s, I think 2000 specifically. Darren Lockyer, what, got his fourth or fifth then? Fucking Simon Seaver, Shane Webke, all the boys, right? That was a classic hotness versus greatness. Brad Thorne. Greatness gets the dub. Barry Berrigan. You want to talk more hotness versus greatness again? Barry? Yeah, his brother. Sean's brother. Sean was playing. Barry might have been as well. Was it? Sean was a halfback, maybe? Was it Casey? Sean Berrigan. 
I think he did he win Clive that year? Oh, he was halfback. Sean. Yeah. Sean was a good player. He was halfback. Sean could play. Then fast forward to 2000 and. He was hooker, sorry. Hooker? Yeah. Was Casey Maguire the seven? Oh, let's find out. Very forgettable seven, I'm pretty sure, from the Broncos in that grand final. We've talked about him before. Now that I think about it. Casey Maguire. I think we've talked about the seven for the Broncos. No, Shane Perry. Shane, Shane Perry. Perry. Casey Maguire was 17. There you go. Are we out of Rosé? No. But we're out of ice. So we'll finish this dribble by saying, you're absolutely right. 2006, greatness beat hotness. 2020, greatness beat hotness. 2003? 23? I think greatness beats hotness. Beats I think hotness. greatness beats hotness every time. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you have... They don't have enough greatness in their side. They've only got one great player. Who? Maybe two. Who? Bronx. No, Broncos have enough players that will be great. They've got players that will be I'm great. I'm talking about right now. Yeah. When the Storm lost to the Broncos in 2006, are you telling me that fucking Smith wasn't going to be great? That English wasn't going to be great? That Cronk wasn't going to be great? That Slater wasn't going to be great? Is that what you're telling me, That's bro? That's not what I'm telling you. I hope not. That's not what I'd be telling you. Case made. Whilst we wait for Dave to get ice, I just want to read people something. I thought I'd just read something. Yeah, yeah, man, no worries. Floor's yours. Slept in again this morning, 10 a.m. the time. Nipped down to the beach. The water was sublime. Back up at the house. The cricket's getting started. We're opening the batting. The palms are getting carted. A long lunch does await. Got rosé on the mind. Oysters, prawns and lobsters. The freshest you can find. And do another button, we're bathing in the sun. Dribbling yarn is flowing now, smudge just hit a ton. Thank God for daylight savings, we're barely getting started. A lunch of these proportions isn't made for the faint-hearted. Crack another bottle, pass round the rosé. Friends are what's important. You fucked it. So toast. With a big day. Close. You were doing so well, buddy. Close. You were doing so well. Close. Listen, you know what that shows? It's good rosé. Humans aren't perfect. And the rosé works. Can I? It's fucking good. Can I? I want to do something, right? I don't know if you, I don't know if this is allowed. What? I want to give like a flash sneak peek to the new horizontal shirt. Now, I'm not saying, is that? Well, because we've been over this. You know how we want we want to flash it up on the screen. Well, someone will screenshot it, yeah. Yeah, but like it's too early. It's too early. It's too early. Yeah, it's too early. It's too early for people to see it. It's too early. So it's crazy because it's like it's right there behind the camera and we're looking at it. You know what? So close. You know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about fucking wearing it to the beach this weekend, and I thought it's too soon. Too soon. It's still September. They're they're not ready for it. Then no one's ready for it. They're not ready for it. No one's ready for it. No. It'll, it'll, it's going to blow minds. Yeah. No board shots this year, by the way. But. Well, I'll tell you why. Because fucking. Because we've been in the lab working on the greatest shirt of all time. That's why. That's and why. sometimes. And I'm not talking about t-shirt. That would be this. Button up shirt. Talking about button up, baby. <sighs> looks good over there it too. looks good. Tell man. you what, kids nailed the color. Yeah, we did. We really nailed it. It was not. It was, you, I tell you what was nice for me. Love of my life, Ella Dumbrell, who can be a bit of a stickler for fashion. Yep. Colours. Yep. Designs. Trends. Mm. Big fan. Yep. 
huge fan. I haven't shown. Well, we haven't. She shown. remarked immediately. Love the color. We haven't I shown a single person. We haven't shown a single person who hasn't been like, "Oh, this is fucking glorious." No, and we haven't shown many people. But the people we have been horny for it. Anyway, not the point. Not the point. I did want to show it to you. Eddie said I can't. It's too fine. early, dude. No, listen, it's fine. It's too early. It's too early. Kids aren't up to it. David, another dribble, please. Coming right up. Hi, boys. Uh, Dribble of Dan here. Um, Just a little bit of a quick one to solve the issue of ice and, uh, you know, all your dilemmas that you seem to be having. Um, I've got an LG fridge in which is plumbed up and has a craft ice machine in it. So you've got the normal out the front, which does your small cubes, your crushed and your chilled water. Um, but there's also a machine on the inside that does craft ice, does your spheres, your, cu- your large cubes for your techies, all, all, the, uh, all the required uh, sections of ice that you could ever possibly need. And it's also plumbed in. And I know, Eddie, you were saying you wanted to wait until you were bathed in riches uh, to afford one of these, but they're quite inexpensive, uh, below, you know, anywhere between two and $3,000, depending on... Uh, what size you want it, but uh, definitely look into it, boys. It's an LG with a craft ice section. Enjoy. Get that up. Man. Yeah, can you find us the Get LG, that up. The craft ice section, please, Dave. I thought I'd need to be making fucking millions. Squillions, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you'd need to be like an Elon now, Musk. Dare I say billions, dude. Jeff Bezos. Yes. Fuck Gina me. Reinhardt sort of coin. Yeah, dude. 60 billy sort of stuff That's what I think Yeah I, I, Did anyone see Rio Tinto? I think they blew up Another Aboriginal cave That's nice Yep Well done Rio Tinto Rio don't give a fuck And well done to Albo For wearing a Rio Tinto shirt In an interview recently Well Good there you go him. Dave Good for At least Supporting you're playing Both him. sides of the fence I'm, yep. I'm with you though Well as Dave says Different sides of the same coin Agree I don't think we can all I don't think we can Ignore that fact Blowing up another cave If you that shit infuriates Rio do whatever the fuck they want. That shit infuriates me. Just the fucking disrespect and disregard. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Ice fears for beverages are usually hand-carved, but the LG French door fridge with crust ice maker automatically makes small batches of round ice each day. In addition to creating regular ice, allowing households to create high-end drinks without compromising on taste or quality. Okay, can we have a bit more, like, what's this fridge dynamic literage? Because that, that fridge is actually not very big. Um, I do have some specs here. We need some oh, specs, that's a, that's a serious fridge. That's a bifold door, Let's get dude. this cunt specced out. That is a bifold door. Wouldn't be able to fit over there as it currently stands. That's bifold. Oof, not cheap. Six grand. Oh, there's a four gram one. No, Again. so space plus ice system. No, you need the cr- okay. So we don't need. I don't think we need the interview door in door. I don't know what the fuck that means. Would that be? I think that's where there's like a that's like a screen where you can see through it into what's in your fridge. Don't need that. I'll just open it, dude. I'll just open my fridge if I want to know what's in there. Assuming that's what that is. I do, however, need a craft ice maker. Yeah, we do. We need that. So for six grand, actually, the one down that's, that's even more expensive. Four three one nine has the Insta View door in door. 
They've all got it. They've all got it. Okay, well, we'll take it. The 508-litre slim French door fridge, so they're all French doors, in matte black finish. Beautiful. Like that. We like we like a matte black. Craft ice maker. Fuck yeah. What's the Space Plus ice system? What's that? I think that's just the regular front of door. Because they'll have your cubed ice. Well, that's the plumbed ice water and water dispenser, is it not? Yeah. Yeah, I think they've just called it Space Plus. Can you get some pictures of this, please, Dave? Yep. And and also the some slim width. I sent you a video, Dave. It looks pretty sick. Oh, okay. Let's check this out. Yeah, get a video. Um, oh, there are some photos. You need to get like a cut in your nose. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. Fuck me, dude. So annoying. Dude. They hurt, man. Yeah, get that craft ice balls out. Click that finger. Well, we've got the videos. Yeah, yeah. I'm just getting it up. Like I feel, I've grown attached to our fridge because it's like a sweet. It's a nice, honest fridge. What's well, the first thing we had in here? Exactly. So, but if you I'm have oil. a fridge that rolls in making fucking Perfect. ice balls, yeah, get me. Let me look at this bitch. You can turn the sound up on the TV if you want. Oh, I don't need sound unless it's important. Hello and welcome to LG's step-by-step guide on how to use important. your refrigerator's ice makers. The LG side-by-side <laughs> refrigerator features two ice makers. The craft ice maker creates slow-melting round ice. And the indoor automatic ice maker is great for creating plenty of ice cubes for your family and your parties. So let's go over how to use the ice makers and go the to the features. craft ice. That's what I want to see. Yeah, fuck the fucking ice. How to use the craft ice maker? I don't want to see how I use it. If like I, I better not have to load this the bitch. Craft ice maker after installation, or if the refrigerator has not been used for a long time, throw away the first full bin of ice as the ice may include particles or odor from the water supply line or the water tank. Dude, they're the serious balls, bro. Yeah, they are. Oh, fuck cubes, yeah. Which melt slower than normal ice cubes and are exclusive Stay, to LG as we call those. We do. We call them stays in the ice game. The oh, fuck yeah. Three to six, three to six a, day? a day? Yes, please. The they're they're a serious fucking cube. I would like to know why you cannot just give me an exact number you're producing every day. But. Ice button. It's a great point. It should oh, be no, here you go. So it and seems like clearer. you'll get clearer ice if you only do three. Oh, so if you want the real fuckwit ones that are like clear, you can see through them. Otherwise, if you, just, you don't care if they're a bit like whatever. Oh, okay. Well, can you explain? How do the fuckwit ones work? So the way I learned this back in my days as a mixologist, uh, the, the, the non-clear part of ice. You didn't just say that, did you? Oh, no, I think I did. I think I did. You wouldn't know because you guys were never mixologists, were you? Ah, uh, no. No, I didn't think so. I've seen it. you pour a rosé, mate. Yeah, You're not you very can't good. fucking... Mate, do you think pouring rosé is mixing anything, bro? Well, you just... You see me make a margarita. Well, basic, if you can't do the, the fucking entry level, mate. Entry level, walk, crawl before you can walk. It's like saying, so. oh, I can't... I can... If you could I'm drive a Formula it. 1 driver, but I can't fucking drive a taxi. Well, mate, if you didn't trust the way I poured rosés, why did you hire me to pour rosés on all the golf days? Because we don't, we know anyone don't else. have anyone else, well, and you're on salary, so it technically doesn't cost anything. There you go. Well, Problem solved, bro. Okay. Uh, what I was saying is that the, the non-clear parts of ice come from too much oxygenation and not enough insulation. So if you have, if you have let's say, one mould of ice a circle ice and you completely insulate that so like there's no air coming in it's got even cooling from all sides you'll get a pretty perfectly clear sphere okay how the fuck which takes longer yeah right yeah 
Uh, thanks for that jewel bra. Shout out to LG. Yeah. Not an ad, but give us me, give me a fridge with that. Yeah. With this craft. LG, we're gonna send you this video. Give us a fucking, give us a fridge. You know that chick who won the marathon the other day, broke the record. Mm. She was using single-use marathon shoes, and now they're like calling into question the whole thing. Single-use Adidas. Adidas single-use. You can only wear them one race. But like, what do you mean? You can only wear them one race. Like, what if you keep wearing them? I was I was thinking this. Can you at, find what the shoes do? I was thinking days? this at the time. Her she they took two minutes off the world record. That is insane. What's the shoe doing though? Propelling you forward. Right, but like, how much more? It's not like it's got an actual. We just be more now, but like, if you think about it, think about it this way. So when I I actually watched the marathon on fucking on uh, Sunday, like I sat in bed and watched it. You watched the chick run the Berlin one. Did you? I watched Kipchoge. Yeah, that is. I would. I just got home from fucking. We'd gone to lunch. I'd had a couple of fucking Tommies. Got home and just like laid in bed, <laughs> and I was like, "Is it on?" And it was. What's like the last hour? They're talking, dude. Like at that at that elite level, we're like with Kipchoge and shit. They're talking like in the seconds. No, I realize. So like, oh, at this point at twenty one k's, he's fucking twenty seconds behind where he was last year. Like they're talking in seconds. Twenty seconds time. is a fuckload of time at that level. Like, a yeah, but of course, but, but at the top level of anything. Yeah, but 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 it's more about we're talking forty two k's, and you're talking in the seconds is crazy. Yeah, it is, but I actually don't think that's that crazy. If you're talking about at the, like one second difference, maybe two seconds, but if you're talking 20 seconds, that's a fucking significant difference. Mm. Anyway. But every every kilometre was like, they're talking seconds. Like, oh, he ran a 251, he should be running a 250, 250 flat or whatever. Point is, I can see how you can make these like little 1%, half percent adjustments and get across the line. Well, then you should be running in those fucking Jeff Athletic toe shoes. That's how you run. Because there's people that, that also bring into question the shoe that Kip Choge. I don't know if he still wears it. I'm sure he does. I haven't heard that they've been. I love seeing how many cunts are wearing those in the marathon as they're like half. But have they, can you look that up, Dave? Did they end up banning the the shoe that he wore when he ran sub two hours? Is that shoe legal still in competition? You know what else I want to know? Why, if you're, you know, like with Kip when he ran sub two hours and he had like fucking markers on the road, like telling you like the most optimal lines to run for speed and he had paces and shit. Like it was more, it was more about having multiple paces. Right. Why is that? If you're still able to push your body to the point where fucking bar flies, if you're able to push your body to the point where you're able to break the fucking barrier, whether you got paces or not, you're still running it because it's because records can only be set in race conditions. So in a race, you can't have people running five kilometer, um, Intervals and then coming in fresh to pace you further. That's why, because they're also like blocking the fucking wind and shit. So like, are they staying directly in front of you? Yeah, he's running behind them, right? And so it, it was, he's, he's he's using less energy, but he's also they're keeping him fucking ticking along. So they would drop paces would drop out and come in fresh. I understand fresh. how it works, but it's so like, like but he still so ran it. no, no, he did, but no one's denying he ran it or not. Like, it's acknowledged 100%, but records like that can only be set in race conditions. Like, you can't go and run a fucking two-hour in the park and it count. It's not a race. So that's the difference, I think. Yeah. I guess one is a little bit less formal, like, in the park than, like, what he was Well, no, but, like, your case, you can't set a 100-meter world record unless it's a race. An official race. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Even if it's... Even if you set up the timing to be exactly the same, like, Tissot or whoever the fuck do it... 
If it's not an official race, it doesn't count. Sure. You could make an official race with paces and you'd still be out and I'd like... But you wouldn't because the paces wouldn't... Couldn't... St- they can't stay with you the whole time. Well, night. you know, because you'd be bringing them in. You can't bring in paces. Because, why? Because you fucking... Do you know what I mean, though? Like, why? I, know, I, I understand what you're saying, but like... You could. You just... It's like just the world record line. This is where you got to be if you want to beat it. Now, I get... That maybe they're trying to push like maybe a mental side of it where it's, well, it's like more, you need it's to be more, more like it's more like that's the way it's always been. And so then if you start fucking with it and bringing in paces and shit, then you go, how does anyone? How you know you, the people in the previous years didn't have the opportunity? But so like the guy, the 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 guy on the weekend that was pacing Kipchoge got to thirty k's, and he was just like he was just like a fucking they're good runners, but they're not great. He ran thirty k's at two fifties and then fucking died. But the year before, last year when Kipchoge broke the record, he ran 17Ks by himself. Just mental upstairs stuff. There you go. So Kipchoge shoes, the uh, Nike Alpha, sorry, Vaporflies, I think. They were banned from the Olympics. But from what I can see, uh, like World Marathon or whoever made a ruling in 2020 that you're not allowed to run in shoes that haven't been on sale to the general public for four months. But that does kind of contradict what these new Adidas disposable shoes are, which these articles are saying they're coming on sale to the public soon. So there's a bit of what's in them? Why are they? What? How and do you why are they single use? Yeah. Uh, so I think they're single use because the materials basically, with time and with wearing, wear away. Like they're not single use. Like you can't walk around in them after. But the effects that they're made for won't be. You as only prominent. get one run out of them. Yeah, pretty much. With, the, with them length. to their full potential. Yeah. And I think, as you said, they've got a bit of extra stuff in the heel and uh, a rocker at the front of the shoe, which allows the runner to be projected forward at even greater speed and in a way that allows them to expend less energy. Part of me thinks that we need to, like, that we're with running, particularly in distance running, we're maybe entering a potential super suit era. That so needs to be. Your that needs to be. This is the shoe. Just specs. Like you can't have a tricked out shoe. It's sort of. It's it's diff, it's more difficult with running though. If I think about it, because if you think about the super suit era, am I going to go and slide into a fucking two thousand dollar, three thousand, four thousand, whatever they cost, five thousand dollar fucking dolphin skin suit? To go and swim fucking 100 metres at the local pool? Probably not. But fuckwits go, you know what? I'm going to buy the $400 Chip We saw fuckwits rocking Kipchogis. Yeah, who couldn't walk because no. there were too much shoe. I mean, that's what we do. We get around and fucking... But I'm, but I'm watch saying... Watch us play golf with fucking just, Scotty Cameron. It's more accessible, though, I think, to go... Because I'm not going to slip into that full body suit. It's just... It's ridiculous. No. I mean, you look like a fuckwit with a Scotty Cameron, let alone in a full dolphin suit. Full, imagine rocking the full Thor down I'm, the pool. You look like playing, a loser. Playing golf with Sam yesterday with some with mates, and we were like four putting with Scotty Cameron, and they were just like <laughs> Scotty Cameron's. They were like, yeah, three putts, but whatever. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? We fucking we played. Listen, like, the Scotties were asleep; they weren't interested. Sometimes we putt unbelievably well. Where was moments yesterday when we putted off? Listen, it was a. It wasn't the height of like we thrive in competition mode, which we've actually got tomorrow today. When you listen to this full competition mode, yesterday wasn't competition mode. It was friends, Ambrose, friends, margins v Hello Sport. Fuck this shirt. It feels good. Fucking good stuff. Whereas tomorrow we've got this feels full competition so mode. good. This shirt, dude. You better be in competition mode for tomorrow. 
I will be because we we thrive. We're we thrive. We're gonna wear. Do we need to wear team uniform? You reckon? I can. We. I reckon we wear our black go track shirt. Well, that's gonna be what Seba we wearing that. So, I mean, I was wondering whether we the blueies. We've only got one. I've got one. I don't. Let's wear them. Let's fuck it. Let's fuck it. it. Yeah, let's wear them. Let's wear them. Let's wear them. Let's wear them. They're so good. They're so good, dude. Let's just. Wear it them. also allows us to get the buttons done. You know, like the chest. Let's just out. wear them. Yeah. Love that. There you go. Strong. Now. Now, where were we? Uh, dude, just talking about being competitive animals tomorrow. Uh, the shorties better be golf day. Look, sorry. Whatever. Ronnie Blakey's a friend. One dear friend. Fucking Christmases together and shit. Love you, Ronnie. Love you, Ronnie. See Keep Christmas. going. Dribbles. See more Christmas. Dribbles. Yeah, more dribbles. More dribbles. Tom, Eddie, Dior, and Tommy Tobler. Um, it's the 9 to 5 office dribbler here. Uh, Scotty Cam. Is there a person that you can't escape more than Scotty Cam? He's on me tally. He's on me fucking adverts everywhere. Then I get into my cushy nine to five job at a bank, being a big fat cat, and he's on me fucking screensaver. Scotty Cam is in when I log in every day. Anyway, interested to hear your thoughts on, yeah, is there a more person that you can't escape than the big man, Scotty Cam. Omnipotent. Well, it's weird timing. Oh, it is weird timing, considering we were just talking about our Scotty Cameron putters. Omnipotent is the word that I would use, which is the word they use for God. God is everywhere. God is in everything. God is in this chair. He's in your knees. God's in your shoes. God's in your putter. God's in these fucking palms that are going to die at the hands of Tommy Tobler. They're in our surfboards. They're in the rosé. Scotty Cam, much the same. Can you get up what Scott... Scotty Cam, the putting man, looks like? Yeah, I'd actually like to see that. So a video of a Scotty Cam, like a personalised Scotty Cam. And does he have an Instagram? Like, we should start spamming the fuck out of that guy. Uh, basically just for free clubs. Yeah, dude. Look at Scotty. Scotty. Oh, look at that. He looks wow. like that makes putters. He looks like he's a wealthy individual. Yeah, could you check Scott Cameron's... Uh, net worth. Net worth. 625,000 followers. He's got an extra one. Master putter maker. The man knows his putters, dude. So according to one of these very reliable websites that tells you people's net worth, Scotty Cameron is worth 38.7 million. That is Unders. Dude, I'd love to have a yarn to Scotty Cameron. Like, how do you get... There's the no man? way he's not worth more than that. He's the king of the planet. $38 million is a lot of money, dude. Mate, I would have thought... Yeah, but like... The value of his company might be more, but he's worth... You know what I mean? Like... But think about... Think about people... That, okay. Think about the net worth of... And beat this toddler. $400 million? This guy makes putters for the globe, bro. Yeah, right, Eddie. Can I say this, right? The globe. Okay, now let me come in. The putters are not cheap, so you're already excluding people. Second, they're basically just dribbly golf dudes. Thirdly, beep this tobler have got fucking buy. Fucking not even close, True. dude. I still would have thought more. Not even close. 38 mil. Make sure you beep all the right stuff there, Tobler. 38 mil. 
Maybe even beat the products I mentioned. 38 mil, Eddie. That's a lot of money. Look at him. Look at that Magoo fuck with his fuck, you know, his collared shirt and his, his nice, sensible jumper. It's sensible. I'd love to chat to him about how you're getting to make him putters. Now, sure, I could Google it, but I'd love to hear it from him. Well, do you want me to tell you or do you want to wait nah, until he tell tells me. You? I'll never get him on the podcast. Uh, his dad was a two-handicap golf player and would kind of make and fix his own putters in their family garage. And so he got into it with his old man. And that's it? He just started making them? Like, he just started going, I'm the putter guy? Pretty much. He started making them for several different companies, like Maxfly, Cleveland, and Mizuno. I'm the putter guy. I love that, dude. Look at him work that fucking... Look at him, dude. Look at the man in action. He's just a man. He's just a man. There just have been man. apparently 42 major titles won by Scotty Cameron putters. Wow. That's what I'm talking about, dude. Well, Tiger used it for fuck's sake. Yeah, That's what I'm talking about. Scotty Cameron. And while we're talking clubs, just got to quickly mention that yesterday uh, we had a go of the... What was the driver called? Stealth 2. Stealth 2. Taylor made Taylor Stealth made. 2. Oh. Taylor made Stealth 2. Um, now, did, did Tom and I grip it and rip it? Fucking understatement of the year. We fucking ripped this bad boy. Yep. Spanked it. Yep. Really, 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 really want one. Uh, Talamade Stealth 2. It makes crunching the ball fucking that easy. Tell you that. And I was crunching them already. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we were already crunching them. And then then to see myself crunch them. Powerful. Whoa. Like, I've already got a Scotty Cam in the bag, dude, but my... my i got to be honest with the punter and the dribble. I'm not happy with my drive. I don't like it. And then I nah, not now. No, I've seen nah, fucking Sam Stealth 2, dude. But I had a Stealth 2 in the hands, dude, and I'm hitting it 280. But you saw the shots he was hitting with his Stealth 2 as well. Like, he was – he's good, right? He was fucking great. He's, a, he's a good golfer. He's a good golfer. But watching him off the I wasn't, tee box, I wasn't buying, I wasn't, I wasn't buying a, a, a lick of that 16. No, he's telling lies. He's telling lies to us, You're right? a sub-10. He, he You're a sub-10. He sharked us. Um, look, his brother, like, Jet's, Jet's more of a stand-up, honest guy. I think Sam sharked us, right? Yeah. We got sharked by Sam. We did. But seeing Sam on the tee box, I'm not, I'm not looking at him going, that's the biggest hitter I've ever seen. But then when you see him hit with the Stealth 2 fucking twist face... Yeah, but that, it's, it's funny, right? Is that you see him hit and you're like, wow, you're like, you, you must be off one or two. Yeah. And then I hold the stealth yeah, two then we and I outdrive him. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh my God, maybe I'm off one or two. Yeah. But the reality is I'm not, but I want to look like I am. And that's what the stealth two offers you. Taylor made, do the right thing. Okay. And, and reach out. <laughs> do the right thing. Kid us out. We just want to talk about our loft and our lives. Um, I, want to, I want you to ask me every year, same date, Eddie, love your work, love the show, big fan. How are your lofts, bruh? And how are your lies? We've got a podcast coming out in a couple of weeks that this will all make a little bit more sense to. Um, it makes no sense right now. makes no sense right now, um, but next week it will, or the week after, whatever. Um, sure. Sure. Anyway, anyway, great dribble. Another dribble. Going. Let's go. Scotty Cam. Edward, I've just been influenced by you to buy these curly, whirly, squirrelies. I was just roaming woolies at 8.30 at night, and I was like, fuck yeah, Eddie, always talking about these curly, whirly, squirrelies. I'm going to hit them. They stick in your teeth. Yeah, I dude. 
I mean, I'll keep eating them, but they keep sticking to my teeth. Yeah, yeah, it's called caramel. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that's a fucking, uh, that's a, what's it called? Occupational hazard. Listen, Dribblette. Love that you've reached out. Curly love that, love that I've influenced you to buy Curly Whirly Squirrelies. But if you've had a Curly Whirly before, you know that it gets stuck in your teeth. Not important. You get that shit out and you keep working them. Or what you do is when they're stuck to your teeth, you just suck. Like you allow it to slowly dissolve. I sort of like it when it gets stuck in your teeth. Yeah. It's part of the magic of it. Yeah. It's part of the fun. You let it dissolve into your mouth. Mm. Suck on them a little bit. Or but you just have another one to get the caramel Sometimes out. that's a good point as well. You use the next Squirrely Whirly Squirrelly yeah. to pull out the remaining. Yeah, that's right. Like if if you want to be, if you want to be, if you want to be like just done with something quickly, go down and buy a twirl and pound that bitch, and it's you know it's twirled up and oh. straight down the gob, easy money. Twirl weird <laughs> choice, but I um, no, but like you could just you can just mouth a swirl, and there's no mess, no fuss, no bullshit. There's no no nougat in there. There's no caramel. There's yeah. no biscuit. There's no bullshit. It's just boop. Done. Yep. Or get the dairy milk little circles That's and just what mouth I them said. That's one what at a time. You can swallow them whole. Dairy milk circles aren't bad. If you're feeling lazy, yep. but if you if you're wanting to work for your chocolate experience, yep. calorie burn. If you want to burn calories while enjoying Cadbury Dairy Milk covered covering caramel, then curly squirrelies, curly whirly squirrelies. Here you go. Yep. And I'm not going to sit here and make apologies for it. No, nor should you, Eddie. Nor should you. Uh, thank you to that dribblet. Let's go again. It's good to be back well, doing a Thursday. It is good like to be a back proper Thursday. Thursday. Proper Thursday with dribbles. Dave not checking them. We're going to be – just a promise to the punter and the dribbler. It's Thursdays as usual Yeah, from now on. Well, almost from now on. Not entirely. Sort of. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. In, in fact, I'm just going to say as usual. Pretty much. 99.9%. So do you want this Miss Sport one? What are you going to save it? Well, uh, how many have you got? hasn't checked no i've got like maybe three or four that i've starred but then there's a lot that i have not listened to save it save so it right. save it you'll check them let's keep going hey fellas uh one three hundred cabs dribbler here um i once got a taxi from sydney airport to melbourne um let me know if you've been that and um, let me know if you want more details oh Thanks. bro oh, give us more you, details mate. fuck you how much did it cost should we call him Yep. What a fuckwit. Call, Call that prick. Go on. Right. Hello? Sure thing. Yo, is this the one three hundred cabs dribbler? Sorry? Is this the one three hundred cabs dribbler? One three hundred cabs dribbler, yes. It's Tom and Eddie from the House World Podcast. How you doing, bro? Good mate yourself. How are bad. you, bro? Not too bad. You are on the, you are on record right now. Obviously we can fucking edit you out at any point, but thought we'd give you the opportunity just to like Hang up on us if you want. But you did leave us a voicemail and you said you drove from fucking Sydney Airport to Melbourne and if we wanted more information to get in touch and we were furious we didn't get more information so we thought we'd get in touch. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, it's got a 10-minute story uh, with okay. uh, pauses for laughter. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, how, how, uh, confident. Why, confident. He's confident of one of the great stories the all time. Why the fuck did you get a cab from Sydney Airport to Melbourne? Because we're on one of the great boys' weekends. Um, it was one weekend. It was Intersetnia first Whitaker. Yep. The first one. Yep. Um, and there's four of us on the same flight. One of the boys got there early. He's flown into Talamarine. Uh, not Talamarine. It's the other one. Avalon? Avalon. Avalon, yeah. And we're at the pub. We're at the bar. We think he's one of the great fuckwits. Uh, we're enjoying ourselves. We rock up to our gate. <clears throat> We've got the paper ticket. 
it's jacked up. They go, there's going to be like a 30 minute delay because we're jacked up. We're shit. And so we go out to the bar, we have a couple more. We're enjoying ourselves with the $10 beers. And um, eventually, one of the boys goes to the bathroom, checks the list, can't find a name. And I go to the bathroom, can't find a name. We're, we're due for a next flight. We've been sitting there the whole time, just watching our plane get boarded. They changed the gate from one side of the oh. terminal to the other side. We've been watching our plane get boarded, laughing it up, drinking piss. <laughs> <laughs> and so we eventually go off to the jet car. We've had about six beers, seven minutes at this stage. They're, yeah, they're not really putting up with much of our shit. And they go, you know what, we'll just put you on the next battle flight. It's Friday afternoon, by the way, like five o'clock. And they go, we'll put you on the next battle flight out of you and you'll be no problem. 50, 50 bucks each. And I'm like, all right, sweet. So next battle flight was Sunday morning, like oh, midday. Sunday so morning like, and Friday, okay. next available flight. Yes. That's yes, the most well, jet star okay. move ever. That was jet star. So yeah, we're like, fuck this. We start looking up flights. There's no flights left. There's one left. It's Qantas. It's first class. Gonna cost us about two grand each. <laughs> and we're, I'm looking up trains, sold out. Buses, sold out. We're tossing up your bike. We pick up someone's car, and then we're, we're walking into higher car places. First place sold out. Second place sold out. Go to Hertz. There's one car left. It's gonna cost us fifteen hundred dollars, and it's manual. Only one of the boys can drive manual. Oh, and so we're at the front tossing up who's driving manual. We're all like working out the plan. We'll have like six beers each. So. Not in a great, great place to start driving and learn manual. Um, so while we do that, one of the boys has just jumped, jumped and legged for a cab, jumped over the cube, jumped at the first cab we got in, and we're we're in the cab. I, I chased after him in the back seat, and he's like, "Oh, where are you boys off And I'm like, "Melbourne." And he's like, I'm like "Where are you actually going?" And we go Melbourne, and this bloke like moves his mirror, looks himself in the eye, and contemplates if he's going to Melbourne. And we go, "We'll give you a grand," and he goes, "Nah, I'm not doing a grand." And Fuck we, no. we get about three three feet out of the cab. And he goes, say, hey, Grant. And we go, yeah. He goes, oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> all, all four of us pile into a Camry. <laughs> and uh, he, he's, he's, he's like a Middle Eastern bloke. He speaks Arabic. And he goes, boys, don't you know what? I've got a big car at home. We're not taking this piece of shit. I'll call the missus and we'll get it. Hectic. And I don't speak Arabic. But I'm pretty sure I've got the vibe. Was, we're just going to take the car to, to Melbourne and drop these boys off for a grand. She goes, what are you doing? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to take it to Melbourne for a grand. No, you can take a my fucking car. Fuck off. He hangs up and he goes, well, I'm just going to take this. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you sat in the Camry. So we sat in the Camry. We get to like Goulburn. And we're, we we pull into the service station. And he's like, boys, can you get a cash out just to fix me up for that? We're like, yeah, no. So we all go in, get the cash out. He's filled up. Give him the cash. We start driving. Get about a K and a half down the road. He goes, boys, do you pay for that fuel? And we go, no. He goes, oh, fuck. So we jump in the shoulder of the like, motorway. He's reversing the whole way, 2Ks, back to the petrol station. Oh, my God, <laughs> You opt in with an absolute rogue operator. <laughs> Holy shit. So like, it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. He's been swerving all over the road. And my mate Dan's in the front seat. And he goes, Dan, like, while he's swerving, got high beams on, he's going like 100, then 130, then 100, you know, take my truck. He's all over the shop watching the videos on the phone. He's loving life. Eventually, he goes to mate Dan, mate, I'm, I'm about to fall asleep. Like, I need you to drive. Oh, <laughs> my God. So Dan starts driving. We're in the middle of nowhere. Dan's on his piece. He's had about seven years that day. And he's, he's double to Mary's. He's going 130. Oh, so my Dan, God. <laughs> Dan goes to me, Sean, I, I need you to drive. Like, I can't just legally be driving now. Like, and so I start driving. 
I've got the, ta- I've got the taxi in the passenger seat. He's, he's like leaning on my shoulder kind of thing, looking at my ear. And I'm driving along in Melbourne, like finally made it to like Metro Melbourne. And uh, I, I didn't realise that Melbourne, but I think the cameras have no warning. Yeah. I'm about 1.30, everyone's asleep. See the light off. Oh. Oh, Jesus. This is a bit dodge. Anyway, everyone's asleep, kept driving, and there's a tech engine light. The key is like popped up, and the car's like, can't be dodge. And so every time I break, like in Metro Melbourne now, like every time I break, it's like, like, you think fuck, but the taxi driver's still asleep. We'll just get there. Pull into this taxi rank outside the Tongue Jack. I can do that now because I'm a taxi driver. Just pull into this taxi rank, and uh, there's a homeless guy at the front, and he's just yelling at the car. And I'm like, what's wrong? And he goes, mate, are you fucking serious? You've got four passengers in that car. The headlight has popped out of the car. It's been dragged along for like the last 100 Ks. What the so fuck? This, this thing is, yeah, it's the headlight of the car has been dragged along for 100 Ks. And this homeless guy is losing his shit at me because I'm driving a cab with four passengers in the car in that state. Meanwhile, our, pa- our taxi driver's just woken up. But fuck, what am I doing in Melbourne? <laughs> <laughs> We met two other boys from the weekend who just left the, left the strip. <laughs> oh, my God. What a fucking yeah. ordeal. Well, there you go. That really did need more information. Yeah, it did. It, it did. makes sense. And we got it. No, we got it. That's why we yeah. called. Well, one three hundred Cubs dribbler, appreciate the uh, the dribble. Thanks for giving us a bit more fucking info. That's the most ridiculous <laughs> yarn of all time. Shout out to our cab driver who was just like, fuck it. Fuck yeah, it. Let's yeah. just go with the boys and reverse two guys up the road. Um, where where are you from? I'm from Sydney. Fuck yeah, Cast, yeah, like Castle. So. All right. Where what are we, what are you doing today? Have we interrupted your work? I'm um, not really. No, I just knocked up early. So oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. There you go, bro. Living. All right. Well, you have a good day, dude. See you, mate. Thanks, fellas. Right. Wow. wow. That was fucked. Wow. That was fucked. What Listen, do you what do you don't make drink drive? What do you make of that? Don't drink drive. What do you make of that? That's fucking wild shit. That is. That's a serious yarn. Can I tell you something for free? You've got to be off your fucking rocker to drive from Sydney to Melbourne and back for a thousand dollars. For a thousand bucks. That's five hundred one way punters and dribblers, less the what? At least a hundred bucks in fuel both ways, two hundred bucks, you're eight hundred bucks, you're four hundred bucks one way. You're off your fucking guts. You're off your guts. Off your guts. He's asleep getting some other kind of drive. He's lost a fucking headlight on the long way. He's, he's driving reverse up the shoulder of the fucking freeway to go back to the petrol station. They couldn't have dropped in a dropped into a more rogue situation in terms of who was driving the cab. Yeah. Also, like, yeah, he's just like, oh, you take over, I'm going to have a sleep. You're like, I'm driving a cab to Melbourne just out of nowhere after too many beers, which we're not celebrating. No, we're not. Oh, it is. Well, we're not celebrating. It's a story. We're told oh, we're a story. Not, we're not celebrating it, and we're just assuming that there's mayo on it. We are assuming there's mayo. We're assuming they were all fine. It was mayo, but we're also not encouraging it. No, we're not. Someone's telling you a fucking story. What you can't hear a story. It's a story. Great it's point. It's a story. It's a great point. All right, punters, dribblers. That's us for this week. Thank you all for tuning in once more. We love you. Um, don't forget, six pm tonight, bloke dot shop. World Podcast Championship T-shirts go on sale. Yeah, yeah. Rosé next Thursday. Look um, at that shirt, baby. Look at that shirt. Fucking oath. Shout out to the punter. Shout out to the dribbler. Shout yeah. out to us. 
quite yep. frankly. Harry Garside is on the SCN app. It's on again on SCN on Sunday, and then the full episode is out on Hello Sport YouTube and podcast Sunday night. Monday morning, actually. Monday morning, long weekend. NRL Grand Final. Fuck, we didn't even talk about the Grand Final. So <laughs> what happens on a Thursday. Penrith for the big win. Penrith. 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 Could you two just not talk anymore? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.